You're listening to TalkZone.com. TalkZone.com. Internet Talk Radio. Hey, welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. We offer a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. And we do that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. And if you'd like to call in for a reading, please do so at 1-800-336-2225. You know, I'd like you to go back to Lincoln and say that one again. Lincoln said... We should be thankful even for the war that clears the negativity out of our souls and out of our country. He, he said a day, he said we're going to have a day of Thanksgiving and that was part of what was on the agenda is being thankful to God for the war that's clearing out the negativity and, and uh, confusion out of the souls and out of the country so that we would have a blessed country. You know... Um you can only make that statement if you are truly connected to spirit and guides and understand the bigger picture and understand karma and how it works. When you really begin to understand the bigger picture and karma, then what you know is nobody ever dies by accident. Ever. So that includes war and holocaust and um, torture and everything. People get what they need to have for their lessons. And what we have to do as a people is trust God. Trust that God is making sure that everybody gets what they need. And then what you want to remember for the, the little idea, but what if they made a mistake? You want to remember this. There is a huge host of angels whose job is to make sure that when somebody's about to befall a calamity that is not due them, that they don't get it. They, and you have all heard these stories. All of you have heard, you know, the angel came and, and, and protected them and saved them from a car accident and on and on and on and on. There's many stories that come out of wars of, you know, the angel came or somebody came that nobody even knew who it was and then they disappeared and were gone and they told them to get out of the building at the right moment and two minutes later it was bombed. We've all heard these stories. These stories confirm for us that this is true. And what Lincoln was on to was the same, the same thing. The karma needs to be cleared. And sometimes when you get big uglies like wars that come, they allow that to happen. I knew this guy that, um, he had a lot of light and a lot of goodness. And there was this weird jerk kind of guy sitting behind him in a sauna and, uh, he was he got his black belt in karate but he was not a whole whole kind of person he just got his black belt and so this guy you know he's off the wire and he does dangerous things and so he did a karate chop to this very enlightened man in front of him and surprised to both of them within the split second the enlightened man turned around with his arm up and blocked the chop uh from the other guy that was you know he's going to see how much damage he can inflict and the guy just opened his mouth and walked out, and, and he never saw him again. I mean, that that just completely floored him about how the light of virtue protected him. And 
as our country and as people do better and better things, we get automatically protected. And I want to make the point that one of the things that protect us is virtue. For instance, George Washington was a great, great man. I, I read just recently uh, t- uh, Thomas Jefferson's appraisal of George Washington, and basically he said this man's character was flawless. Have you ever met somebody like that? He was a great man. So he was a man of great virtue, great courage, great effort, uh, great actions, great leadership. He was in many wars to help uh, America get happening, get started. And they say one, one of the times he had four bullets in his coat, and uh, during a series of wars, and he had uh, two horses shot out from under them and no bullet holes or wounds in his body. How do you suppose that happens? You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. We bring you information that helps your life on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. And don't forget, if you want to call in for a reading, uh, we're at 1-800-336-2225. And don't forget to check out our website, MasteringOurselves.com. There's a great quiz. It's free. Check it out. You can sign up for daily insights. And there's other things. So, once again, excuse us insurance companies, but if you want your best insurance policy of all, walk the path of virtue. That's right action, right motive, and uh, you know, you'll get up and do whatever's right to do, even if it's not comfortable or easy. So I got a few little cute things that I saw on the Internet that uh, from our lovely country. Recently, uh, in Kansas, a grocery clerk that helped a person to the car that was having a trouble, the person turned around and gave this, you know, wrote out a $15,000 check for this little grocery person. Isn't that great? Oh, man. Isn't that just great? Here's another one. This person wanted to be uh, left, uh, not unanimous, what, anonymous? Anonymous. Anonymous. The city of Erie, um, uh, they call it Erie City. I guess it's Pennsylvania, maybe New York. Um, was given anonymously a hundred million dollars this last week for the good of the city. They said wow. the, the person said the city's had a rough time. It's got a good heart. Maybe this uh. can help you run the city. It's for charities to help all the needy causes in that area. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that sweet? That's just a blessed thing. And you know, it's uh, Thanksgiving. We have a lot of turkey around, so. Speaking of turkeys, we have the Turkey of the Month Award. We'd also would like to, yeah, right, I know we're going to this one. We would also like to remind you to thank and bless the turkeys that have given their life to allow you to have your Thanksgiving Day. Please bless them. That's a mighty wonderful thing for any animal to give their life to help forward your life. You, you know, we're talking about being grateful and having gratitude, and it completes the circle. So if if you get a turkey and you just throw it away or you don't like it very much or you gorge yourself on it, that doesn't thank the turkey for giving its life for your blessing. So, you know, bless the food, bless the turkey. Thank you very much. What a delicious meal that you gave us. And, yes, we needed to eat, and we didn't... 
go way off balance and gluttony with it. Thank you very much, you precious turkey, for the precious food that we put inside our innards, you know, for our sustenance and well-being. By the way, if you'd like a reading, give us a call, 1-800-336-2225. So, in the, uh, this is the Turkey of the Month Award. <laughs> and, you know, I just feel like this should be said because a lot of damage was happened. And it's in the Congressional Foreign Affairs Committee, uh, headed up strongly by Nancy Pelosi, pretty insistent there. She spearheaded the Turkey fiasco, the country of Turkey, tremendously and unnecessarily straining the Iraq war and raising oil prices for all of us. When you go to the gas station and see the prices up so high, a lot of it came off of that action of trying to shame the country of Turkey uh, almost a 100 years out of the time when the shame was appropriate. So, Turkey of the Month. You know, may she and all of our Congress people be blessed to make better and better decisions. And I've seen people make bad decisions, including myself, and get their act together and start making a series of really good decisions. I thought Ted Kennedy was doing that for about a half a year, and then he started getting his old undermining of what would be well-being for the country, in my opinion. You know, but we give everyone the reasonable doubt, like... uh, Barack Obama, you know, we were thinking maybe he's a possible hopeful, and we're always trying to give Hillary a millionth chance. You know, we're open-minded. We're looking for people that really have the light and the current, uh, you know, that really knows what to do, and they're doing the right thing, coming from the right place. And hopefully Nancy, you know, I, I know she's done some good things in Congress too, but, boy, what a pig-headed thing to do and what a lot of damage done. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping to improve your life Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. If you'd like to call in for a psychic reading, 1-800-336-2225. You know, a lot of men, and women too, I guess, um, have come to really rely on the razor blade. And don't really think about its humble origins, which is really kind of amazing. The inventor of the disposable Gillette razor blade, King King Camp Gillette, was a traveling salesman who sold bottle stoppers. He got a razor idea one morning in 1895 while shaving with a dull razor. (laughs) Incentive. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It took eight years of pure struggle and frustration to market the first double-edged disposable shaving blade to the public. My goodness. That's a lot of work. Oh, imagine that. You know, we've done six years on the radio, and, and, you know, we're getting the thing going, but, you know, you got to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and keep your morale up and keep new new inspiration coming in and keep adjusting. That's right. He had to find the right combina- combination of metal alloy and tempering in order to do it. He also needed to find financial backing. So he, in the process, experienced tremendous ridicule and favor and failure. It was almost too much for him to bear. In 1903, however, the first Gillette blade and razor were sold to the public. Any idea how many have sold since? Uh, a lot. I would say this number Starts with fits. a T. I would say this number is a lot. A hundred billion. Ooh. 
Yes. He said, I didn't know enough to quit. <laughs> he said, he said, I was a dreamer who believed in the gold at the foot of the rainbow. I dared to go where wise ones feared to tread. Gillette had absolutely no experience in inventing and in engineering or in working different forms of metal alloys, so he was just completely out on a limb. Gillette super blue blade, folks. That's right. That's, that's, that's really good. That's amazing. Isn't you know, it? big things happen from, uh, big souls and big character that does more than what the rest of us would sit on the couch thinking about. Yep. <laughs> Here's another interesting one. Leo Tolstoy, the famous Russian writer, said, Everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing himself. To that, I would like to add. <laughs> we see that so often. <laughs> we do. We see it a lot. People with good... I'm going to do this big. Yeah. You look at just a mess going on there, and, you know, how do you tell them, you know, start at home? Take care of your kids first or something. Yeah, it's right. It's true. You know, the truth of it is, is the lessons that we are given when we're born are exactly the lessons that we need to get through in order to change the world. Not only do when we do those self-changing first, as we get set under us a solid foundation from which to stand to change the world. Not only that, when we change ourselves, we emanate that change, and that all by itself makes a difference in the world by touching everybody we go in the presence of. You know, you can have somebody who's made some solid changes in the area and and walk down a city sidewalk and another person walk the, the other way, and sometimes the frequency of that wholeness and the other person has similar problems. They pass by, whether they even have eye contact or anything, person's been working on the problem for two, three, four, five years, and all of a sudden they go, oh, oh, I finally get it. Because they passed an energy field that got it already and was resonating it. So this happens sometimes. And uh, so let's take care of home first, perhaps. When you take care of home first and do the lessons that are in your platter, you become more whole and more able to bear more weight in helping to change the world. We do need the world changed, but we need uh, frontier people who are solid with a solid, their solid feet and foundation under them. Yeah. Here's another cool story. Many of you have perhaps heard this. Charles Schwab, when he was president of Bethlehem Still many years ago, called in Ivy Lee, a consultant, and said to him, Show me a way to get more things done with my time and I'll pay you any fee within reason. Lee replied, fine, I will give you something in 20 minutes that will step up your output by at least 50%. (laughs) Reached in his magic bag. (laughs) That's right. Actually, it works what he said. I do it myself and it's absolutely the thing to do. With that, Lee handed Schwab a blank piece of paper and said, write down the six most important things you have to do tomorrow and number them in the order of importance. Now put this piece of paper in your pocket. First thing tomorrow morning, look at item one and start working on it until you finish it. Then do item two and so on. Do this until quitting time and don't be concerned if you've only finished one or two. You'll be working on the most important ones anyway. If you can't finish them at all by this method, 
you couldn't have done uh, any other method and done any more any other way. Nice. That's good, solid wisdom. It's total solid wisdom. About three months ago, I had, geez, I had a to-do list that was a month long. And instead of flustering with it, I just took one at a time and did them. And Mm -hmm. it's exactly true. And try to have a day also, you know, where it's not, you're just slammed, but you also have some breathing room for you to appreciate and resuscitate in the day and uh, get ready for another round. That's right. So Lee said, try this system every working day, and after you've convinced yourself of the value of the system, have your men try it, try it as long as you wish, and then send me a check for what you think it's worth. Several weeks later, Schwab sent Lee a check for $25,000, with a note proclaiming the advice was the most profitable he'd ever followed. Now that's honor, isn't it? And then he helped, uh, went on to build a $100 million business. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber. Hey, thanks for joining us tonight. We have a few more minutes to go, so don't go away. We'll be right back. <laughs> 